subtle skills, big results. Welcome to the Ninja Selling Podcast. Welcome back, everybody, to the Ninja Selling Podcast. I'm Matt. He's Garrett. And as always, we are excited to be here with you. And we kind of are building today's topic off of last time because it leads into kind of this thing that we're going to talk about today. But before we dive into it, just a quick reminder, check out our Facebook group. Go over to Facebook and search for The Ninja Selling Podcast. You can join our community of almost 12,000 amazing people. Engage, learn together, ask questions, comment, share, all the good stuff. You can find examples of real estate reviews, pre-listing packets, buyer packets. All of that stuff is in there if you just search through the group. Also want to highlight our podcast website, theninjasellingpodcast.com, where you can search all of our Man, we're over almost 450 episodes now. You can search for all of them there and go all the way back to day one if you want and see where it began. But Garrett, let's get into today's topic, fear of judgment. You did a great job. Again, I wanted to steal it from you, but you were great. Again, you are on point. You are on point. I'm on point today, man. I'm feeling good. I got good energy today. You know, was a little tired this morning, but then watched that little kind of... Instagram clip that I shared with you, and that just got me fired up. All pumped up. All pumped up. So, Matt, you're you're mentioning this does piggyback on top of the episode that we just released. And we just talked about having a customized business and growing a customized business and stepping outside that box a little bit and the different elements of like what you should be looking at with your business and how you can step outside the box. But what this led into, Matt, is this other conversation, which is that when you get customized, you can get judged mm-hmm. and you can get looked at by others. And a lot of times it's what stops people from being customized. And I think it's an interesting element to bring into this because I think um, a lot of people don't realize the psychological stuff going on the backside when it comes to doing some of these things and how fast they can also start to be customized. And the minute they get judged, they pull it all back because they're like, uh, it didn't feel right. That was uncomfortable. It, there's so many reasons. So Matt, I, this is a great kind of next place to go with this. Are you in? Yeah, definitely. And I'll say the part of this, this fear of judgment idea has come from some conversations that we've had with people. And also I was listening to Lewis Howes on a couple of interviews and he was talking about these three levels of fears that people have in business. And the first being the fear of failure, then the fear of success and the fear of judgment, judgment, not only of others, but a self-judgment as well. And um, just a little plug, guys, if we share this podcast and boost our audience, like we might be able to get Lewis Howes on at some point. There's a certain number of downloads per month that he requires to be on an episode and it would be really cool to get him on there. So anyway, fear of judgment is where we landed today. You were on <laughs> point. Keep going. <laughs> and um, we were talking about fear of judgment offline and it came up in the conversation of the customized business. And I do think this is where it starts for a lot of agents because this is an industry where agents look at each other all the time. All the time. Any real estate agent on social media, you look at the majority of their followers are other real estate agents. Right? Like yep. We're constantly watching. We're constantly looking. We're constantly, hopefully, not comparing in a negative way, although that's happening. And we also are constantly judging, which is not necessarily a good thing. And then we get developed this fear of like, gosh, if I do this, other realtors are going to judge me and that that's going to hurt my business. I mean, first response, Garrett, is like, well, no, no, it won't. <laughs> But it's a real thing. 
Well, it's it's like, I mean, it goes back to like when you're a kid in school, there's the certain ones that wanted to stand out. There's certain the ones that wanted to blend in in the crowd because they didn't want anybody to notice them. They didn't want somebody to go like, oh, you're different and special or unique or stand out of the crowd. There was safety in there. And I think when it comes to your business, you one of the things that there's the opportunity, as we talked about last episode, is this opportunity to shine, to stand out, to do things that are a little bit different. Whether it's you personally doing something that makes you stand out by your own personality or a part of your business that you customize, we open ourselves up to either judgment from our people that know us where they're like, okay, that's different and unique. We also have these other this other realtor population that, Matt, if I could hear the amount of times I've coached somebody and they're like, so-and-so's doing this and that's not okay. Like they shouldn't be allowed to do that and stand out in that way. And it's like, no, that's it. They are customizing their business. They're doing something that's special for them. And at the same time, like I like when I was a real estate agent, I used my kids very young from when they were first born. We used them in all of our marketing. All my postcards that went out, you know, if we did a handyman postcard, it was them in little pink overalls and paintbrushes and hard hats. And I had so many people come to me people in my office and other realtors that were frustrated with me that I was using my kids for my marketing. <laughs> and I was like, you know what? The minute they started judging, I'm like, I am doing something right. I'm like, ah, I have something they don't have. This is great. I could use the, like this little opportunity. And they're like, you're using your kids. and all. I mean, there was so much energy that came out of this whole thing. But it was one of those like, okay, this is one of those times you go down a customized route. You do something different, stands out from everybody else. And yeah, you're going to take the the wrath. And did it make me take that moment, Matt, and go, maybe I shouldn't? Mm. Like, am I? is my intention wrong? Maybe I'm not doing the right thing here. And I almost took away the entire marketing campaign based off the judgment of a couple other realtors. Yeah. It tears a lot of people down really fast. And you have to be okay with the judgment. If you're going to be customized, you got to be ready for people to go, you stand out too much or that's a little too different or, hey, you can't do that. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you do have to be ready to take it and it's hard and I, and I get it, but you know that something's going right. And I think those are those times where you got to say, hey, you know what, that this has nothing to do with me. That's all about the other person and what's going on in their world. I mean, we hear this all the time when commission discussions come up, right? And you have one agent who's willing to do it for a little bit less than somebody else. And people are like, oh, that's unfair. That's horrible for the industry. It's like, if that person's comfortable doing, providing the same service for less money, that's on that person, right? Yep. And you know, if they're happy with that, good for them. Like, Is it causing problems in their, their business? Like, who knows? You don't know what their net margins are. You don't know what, what their expenses are. And you also don't know the true service that they're providing. You know what you're providing. And if there is an issue with it, we should probably look internally first, because if that's a constant theme, then perhaps we're not providing the value, right? You know, and so there's there's two sides of this. One is watch out for the judgment coming at you, and then also watch out for how you're judging others. Yeah. And Garrett, I think there's another component here too with the fear of judgment is when it comes to doing the business and negotiating with other agents, a lot of the times, and I've seen this happen where agents will first think about how this situation is going to play out in terms of the relationship with the other agent versus thinking about what does this mean for the client, for my client? Yep. And how do we help them make a great decision here? Right. And that's that's another area where we do need to figure out that fear of judgment right there. Because 
you're working for the client and we do need to do the best by them. It's an interesting point because sometimes we do get so caught up in trying to, you know, be it's almost like a, uh, being on the team. You know, it's like, well, whose team are we on here? Are we on this team of real yeah. estate agents that we're all realtors out there as this big team? Or is the team relationship with the client? And we're on the team together, and that is the opposing team over there. <laughs> and now we're working with them. And sometimes you don't always want to try to match up with the opposing team. And I mean, that's a kind of a weird way to put it. But I think that where you're going with this, Matt, is that we do have this judgment that can happen very quickly. And sometimes we will let go the representing the client, just trying to fit in or trying to work with these this group of other realtors. And it can be small, right? Like say you're negotiating against an agent who you're friends with, or maybe an agent that you respect. Yeah. And they ask a question, which I am all for asking the questions because you never know what somebody's going to say, right? They ask a question where you're like, oh man, I don't know if I can share that. Like, Garrett, come on. What's the what's the real deal going on here? Like, okay, especially somebody you look up to. If it's somebody you look up to, that it's like yeah. all of a sudden you want tell, tell me really why why is the seller selling? Right? Tell me the goods. Right? <laughs> you know, uh, <laughs> Matt Leonetti put out a really funny uh, Instagram reel about this. Actually, he's like, yeah, I had this experience with it. Like, hey, all right, now it's just us. Tell me the real goods. Why are they really selling? It's like what. Why would I tell you that? Oh, you mean because of the, the Freddy Krueger looking guy across the street that they're absolutely terrified of? That's actually the reason why this sounds like, yeah, oh, I forgot to tell you about these other people who live next door, which is just, oh my goodness, like it is a really funny reel. So you go check that out. But like you do get in those situations, like, well, maybe I should share because I don't want to be judged by this person for not playing along. Like, what does that do to my reputation in the industry? And those are the moments where you got to stop and say, hey, I work for the client and that comes first. And it does build respect most of the time. I mean, yes, people will probably judge. Yep. But a lot of the times it builds respect more than it does judgment. Oh, I agree. And I think you, it, it, you're building your, uh, your character of who you are and what you stand for and what you represent. And I have found more often when the agent doesn't succumb to the judgment of the other realtors and they hold their ground and they say, no, I'm representing this person, this client. This is how we're going to move forward. That that reputation that you can build as somebody that stands their ground and doesn't fold is huge. And uh, I've seen agents you know, take that stand where maybe they haven't done it in their business for a long time. And they've given it a little bit to the ones that are around them. And all of a sudden, that person that they stand up to, that they're like, oh man, they're going to be so mad at me, all of a sudden wants to bring them in on another piece of business saying, hey, I'm working on this and I like the way you represented your client. Like These things build as you continue to grow in this business. And uh, Again, we went down two paths here. Again, Matt, we kind of deviated from the yeah. your judgment by the other realtors around you to the judgment by your community and how you stand out to the judgment of your own personal clients and how they see you. The uh, the taking of the criticism. The I, I, I'm lost in words, man. On this, gosh, yeah. There's a lot that goes into this. <laughs> let's let's just take this scenario just in in one instance, Garrett, because I think this this can happen in in a deal, right? You have a yep. client that changes their mind, right? So say it's a listing, and you're like, hey, we're going to do highest and best at whatever time, right? All of a sudden, the seller changes their mind and says, nope, you know what? I want to just negotiate out these things, right? So we're taking highest and best. You know, Let's say today is Monday. We're like, oh, highest and best by Wednesday. But that offer comes in Monday night and the seller's like, I want to, I want to do it. Like, I want to negotiate this thing out. And if it happens to end on... you know, All of a sudden, the agent starts to build this fear of like, but we told everybody, right? And these are tough conversations to have. And, and we do need to then have those conversations with the seller of like, well, how? what's the best interest 
But what if that offer is really good? And it's like, and you're like, man, I, we probably should negotiate this out and see where it goes. Like those are those moments where the fear of judgment is going to creep in big time because you're about to change something major that you told people about. And I think this is where you can have a conversation with a seller of how do we want to handle this to make sure that everybody's informed, everybody has an opportunity if it's in the best interest of the seller. And you just kind of have to go with the flow in those points because the seller is in control of those decisions. Same thing if you have a buyer that submits an offer and decides, hey, I want to withdraw that offer or I want to submit this really, really low offer, right? Mm -hmm. All of a sudden, the agent starts to fear. I mean, so Garrett, like, what, what are some things that an agent should look for in those moments to maybe help them overcome the fear of judgment or accept it? Well, I, th- I think you got to look far enough down the road of like, again, as you said, who are we re- representing? And the people that we're representing first, they're the ones that we need to be standing behind. And because th- that, again, this goes back into the character of who you are. And the minute you start to understand what the long-term picture is of what you're growing and what you're building, uh, if you're looking at the short-term wins and the short-term gains, again, that that will also paint a picture of who you're going to be in the future too. So it's not easy, Matt. I mean, it, it, these situations that we're talking about are not just like cut and dry. Oh, that's exactly what I need to do every time. Right. But it, when you stick to who you are and you're doing the right thing to represent the client, you're always going to be in the best long-term position. Yeah. That's what I, I, I perceive. Well, even connecting this back to the fear of judgment for agents of having the customized business, providing more services for the same commission, or just using unique marketing like Twin girls with paintbrushes. <laughs> yeah. The double stroller and door knocking the neighborhood. It's not fair. I think it's important to remember like, who are the people that are going to help build your business? It's not the other agents, right? They're not going to be going out there being like, oh man, Garrett is the guy you got to use. It's the clients, it's the people you work with. You know, you, you show up for them, you, try to curb this fear of judgment of other agents and you show up for these your clients they're the people who are going to tell the story of like yeah you know what we made it we made a decision we wanted to back out and it was a tough situation but Garrett got us out of it you know even though it was really hard like he took care of us is going to get you the next piece of business and going back to this the realtors that are that might be judging the only reason the judging comes up is because you're threatening that's what i have found yeah if you're doing stuff that's making other realtors stand up and be like, you can't do that. That's not right. This, it, there's a part of it that they're, you are a threat to them. Mm-hmm. When somebody decides to cut their fee and just say, okay, this is what I'm going to do. And everybody goes, they can't do that. Can you believe what's going on over here? It's because you're, you're a threat right now. Value-wise, you don't know how to compete with them to say, I'm special, unique, or different, and this is why my fee is more. This Again, all that stuff, when any of this comes up, yeah, you just you you gotta you gotta stand behind who you are on this stuff. So yeah, yeah. And so I think if you acknowledge that fear, I think that's the first step too. Is like acknowledge that that fear exists if you have it, and that's going to help you then overcome it because you'll actually be able to have a conversation with yourself about it. Yeah. So that you can help guide your clients. And and I would just highlight again, your client comes first. Your fiduciary responsibility lies there. You have something that comes up that you're worried about, like, oh my gosh, is the other agent going to like? think this is horrible or look bad at me on this, like whatever it is, make sure that you've had the conversation with your client first, because they're the person that you need to take care of. They're the person that you're guiding through. Yep. Then we can go figure out the relationship with the other agent. And if you handle it professionally, most of the time you're going to have very, very high levels of respect 
there, of course, will maybe be disappointment, but that's kind of part of this business. Yep. But the respect will definitely be there. And that's the thing that will drive your reputation in the industry more than anything else. And the dispelling that fear of judgment and focus on your client will drive your business more than anything else. Oh, yeah. And there's, again, the judgment's always going to come up when you're stepping outside the box. Yeah. That's what I have found is if you, if you can let go of the judgment and what other people are saying about you on many levels, this allows you to become more and more and more customized. Again, don't go too far. <laughs> <laughs> but but the stuff that, again, as, as has holds value. Man, I don't care at all. Let's just... <laughs> <laughs> So, Matt, to kind of put a bow on this, again, I think this is just a nice kind of simple topic. Just we were piggybacking off of the episode that we just had, which, again, was customizing yourself and then being okay with the judgment that you might receive around that, because sometimes that'll make you step back from where you were going and building your business. Matt, do you have anything else you want to add in on this? No. I mean, yeah, but no. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Thank you. We appreciate everybody hanging out with us today. Uh, if you want to learn more about what we're doing, go to ninjaselling.com. There you can learn about the coaching program and other offerings that we have. If you want to learn more about the actual podcast itself and other episodes, you can go to the ninjasellingpodcast.com where you can search underneath all of our episodes for topics that you might want to learn more about. And you can also go check out our Facebook group. And at the Facebook group, there is approximately 12,000 people in there as we probably are recording this right now. And uh, like-minded people, we'd love to have you there. Share your thoughts and ideas. And uh, until then, Matt, we'll be back. Thanks, everybody. Have a great one. If you enjoyed today's episode and would like more, visit us at the ninjasellingpodcast.com. There you will also find links for more information about ninja selling and coaching. Have an incredible day.